Now you're debt free and it's time to use that money to knock things off your bucket list. Most of us have things on our bucket list like traveling the world. So this next workshop is gonna teach you how to do travel hacks, see the world, and crush things off your bucket list. Hello, hello, class of 2020. Congratulations on your graduation and welcome to this Launch Your Life Summit virtual session on why should you learn travel hacking. I am your coach, Julia Menez, so let's go ahead and get started. So what are we discussing in this session today? We are going to be talking about what is travel hacking and how can you get in on the magical lifestyle known as the travel hacking lifestyle. And if you stick around until the very end of this presentation, I have a couple free downloadable gifts for you that you do not want to miss out on. So a quick introduction about me. My name is Julia. I am a travel hacking coach and also the founder of GeoBreeze, where I teach overwhelmed overachievers how to travel hack and save some time, money, and sanity so that they don't have to go completely insane over all of the different credit card offers that are available in the market right now. I've traveled to more than 30 countries, many of them for free through travel hacking, and my husband and I save thousands of dollars each year through travel hacking. A couple quick disclaimers about what I am not. I am not a financial advisor, and I don't want you to take any of the information from this presentation as financial advice. This is for informational and educational purposes only with a little bit of entertainment thrown in. So just wanted to call that out before we move forward. Okay, so what is travel hacking? Travel hacking is the art of getting free travel by using the loyalty program set by credit card companies and airlines and hotels. It is 100% legal. I always get that question about since it has the word hacking in there, does that mean you're committing some kind of credit card fraud or anything like that? Absolutely not. This is all 100% above board and is becoming a, an increasingly popular hobby amongst the travel community as well as the personal finance community. So why should you get into travel hacking? Well, the first reason is pretty obvious and that is because we all love getting to travel for free. For example, the pictures on this slide here are from a trip that I took to Maui last October. My husband and I had a free voucher to stay at any Hilton resort or any Hilton hotel in the world for free for one night. So of course, we decided to look up what is the most expensive Hilton hotel where we could use this voucher. And that is at the Grand Wailea in Maui. It's a Waldorf Astoria resort and rooms start at $500 per night. So we went ahead and redeemed this voucher and got the standard room for $500 for free. But we didn't stop there. We also used some travel hacks to get a free upgrade to a $900 per night room, which came with free breakfast and free happy hour, which is heavy enough to qualify as dinner. So also saved us a whole bunch of money on food. And to top it all off, the hotel also provided us with all of these different amenities, such as a bottle of champagne and all of these different local snacks, all for free. To get that upgrade, all I had to do was email the hotel ahead of time, asking for an upgrade in the nicest way possible. And if you are interested in the exact words that I used, you stick around until the end of this presentation, I will show you how to download that email template. 
So other than free travel, which is wonderful in itself to get free hotel stays and free flights all over the world, why else should you travel hack? You get so much financial freedom through the financial literacy that you learn through the travel hacking process. When you learn to travel hack, you also learn how to avoid interest payments on your credit card, credit card bills. You learn how to take control of your credit score and how to keep that above 700, above 750. My credit score tends to hover around the 800 mark most of the time. You learn how to utilize the expenses that you were going to incur anyway to get free travel without having to inflate your budget. There's just so much that you learn about your own financial habits and how to make them work for you. But I think the most valuable things that you get out of travel hacking is the mindset that you don't have to brute force any problem that comes your way. So rather than just saying, I want to take a vacation, I need to just work more hours in order to get more money in order to spend that money on the vacation, because that's the traditional route that you would use in order to afford any of this. But instead, with travel hacking, then you start to realize, oh, there are different creative and innovative and more elegant ways to get this kind of travel that I've been wanting to try out. So just having that mindset of creative problem solving will help you so much, no matter what industry you're going into, no matter what career path you take post-graduation, just being able to think strategically, planning strategically, and doing that creative problem solving is completely invaluable to you and whoever your employer might be in the future. And lastly, as you start to travel hack and meet your travel goals, get free flights, get free hotel stays, you start to have a confidence in yourself that you can accomplish anything you want because you're suddenly not bound by things like, I don't have enough money to travel there, or I don't have enough time to figure it out, I don't have the knowledge, or whatever else you might need in order to meet your goals. Suddenly you're not bound by that anymore. You have accomplished something so cool and you can take that confidence and run with it and use it to accomplish any of your other goals in the future. And those reasons are why you should really, really look into learning travel hacking. So if I have sold you on the fact that travel hacking is definitely a worthwhile skill to learn, you're probably going to ask next, how do I even get in on this? Do I just have to apply for some credit cards and then suddenly people will throw free hotel stays and free flights at me? Not exactly. There is a little bit more nuance than that. You do have to apply for the high rewards credit cards. And as soon as you get the card in the mail, there's a couple things you should do right after you activate the card. You want to make sure that you set all of your payments to be automatically paid in full at the end of each month, the entire statement balance. And that is because if you are carrying a balance from month to month, you are going to need to pay interest on that balance. And credit cards in the travel hacking space have some of the highest, the highest interest rates of any credit cards available on the market. And you really want to avoid paying interest on these cards or else it will erode the value that you get from the travel benefits. So just automatically pay it in full 
your entire statement balance each month. And then you don't even have to worry about paying your bills. You don't have to worry about the interest rates that come with that. You don't have to log in to pay them. It's just automatically taken care of for you. So once you've set up your automatic payments, you want to make sure that you need the sign-up bonus for these cards. Many of the travel hacking cards have deals such as you will get an additional 50,000 points if you spend $3,000 in the first three months of the card opening on that card. And this is where a lot of people say, oh, well, that's the catch because I don't have an additional $3,000 to spend to get those 50,000 points. And you don't need to spend an additional $3,000. You just need to take $3,000 that you were going to spend on something anyway and put it on that card. So in order to meet your signup bonuses, it's very important to time your credit card signups so that you're going to get that card right before a large purchase. For example, if you are moving cross country and that's gonna cost you a couple thousand dollars, you want to sign up for a credit card right before that so that you can, so that you can meet that sign up bonus. Other examples might include a down payment for a car or if you're remodeling a home. And especially if you are engaged right now or planning to get engaged anytime soon, congratulations, first of all. And then second, you wanna make sure that you're putting all of those wedding expenses on a travel hacking card so that you can get your honeymoon for free. So as long as you sign up for these credit cards at a smart time, right before you're going to have a lot of expenses anyway, then meeting your sign-up bonus or meeting the minimum required spend to get those sign-up bonuses is really organic and really easy. And then once you've met the sign-up bonus, you don't just stop using the card. You keep using that card and any money that you are going to spend anyway you put on this card and then you just keep earning points little by little on anything you were gonna buy in the first place. And then one day you have this huge pool of points and then you go forth and use those points, transfer them to the appropriate airline partners or hotel partners and get free travel. Additionally, you wanna make sure you're paying attention to any of the other rewards that come with these cards. Some cards come with free TSA pre-check or global entry, so you never have to wait in line at the airport again. Some of them come with lounge access at airports, so rather than sitting in the food court and paying $18 for a sandwich that you eat off of a styrofoam plate, you get access to the nice lounges with the better food and the free alcoholic drinks. The food is free as well. It's a nice quiet area and they have so many different nice perks depending on which airport lounge you are in. Some other travel hacking credit card perks might include my American Express Platinum card. I get $100 off of Saks Fifth Avenue each year. I get a free Uber ride, like 15, anywhere between 15 and $35 each month. I get all of my streaming paid for on that. I have a meditation app that I get for free off of that credit card. So it's really important to know all the benefits that you're getting off of each card and making sure that you are taking as much advantage of those as you can to maximize the value that you're getting out of each card. But before all of that, before you even apply for your first travel hacking credit card, there's a few things you want to do first. And that includes these basic steps right here. You first want to make sure that you set a clear vision on why you even want to travel hack in the first place. So think to yourself, if you could travel somewhere for free, where would you go? 
who would you go with? How many people would you have in your party? Would it be with your significant other, with some friends, with your family? Where would you want to go? Who would you want to go with? What time of year are you planning on taking this trip? And the more specific that you can get on your travel hacking goals, the, the easier it is to focus all of your efforts in getting cards that help you to meet that goal so that you don't just say, oh, I'm going to have some credit card points over here with this company and another one with company B and another one with company C, because then you might end up with 20 different pockets of different types of point currencies that may or may not transfer easily to each other. And that makes it harder to get the large redemptions that you that you see on Instagram or different blogs for people traveling in first class for free. So it's really important to set clear, clear travel hacking goals and clear visions for yourself on how you want to focus these efforts. Secondly, you want to make sure you're clear on your starting point, and that involves knowing your credit score and also your personalized spending habits so that you can make those habits work for you to maximize your travel hacking earnings. And we'll go over that in a little bit more detail in just a little bit. Once you know your starting point and where you want to go with your travel hacking, then the next step is to set up a project plan where you think through, okay, how do I get from point A to point B? What airlines do I need? What hotels do I need? And then once you've figured out how to bridge that gap, you go ahead and you build that bridge and you cross that bridge. And that is where applying for credit cards comes into play. It's not even until step four, where you want to actually do those things in the project plan so that you can get to that dream destination. So we're gonna step into each of those four steps in a little bit more detail, starting with how to set your vision. The easiest way that I found to do this is just to start playing around on Pinterest and you don't have to limit your pins to travel inspiration. You can pin anything, food that you wanna eat, apartments that appeal to you, excursions you wanna try out, lifestyles that you dream about. And from all of these different areas of inspiration, you'd be surprised how they can lead you back to where do you wanna go on your travel hacking journey. For example, if you keep pinning a lot of different tropical drink recipes, maybe you want to try travel hacking a trip to Puerto Rico or Barbados or somewhere else in the Caribbean with a lot of different rum drinks. So start playing around on Pinterest. And like I mentioned before, the more specific you can get with your travel hacking goals, the easier it is to focus your travel hacking efforts to meet that goal. You also need to know your starting point. And this involves two things. So first of all, you need to know your credit score because most travel hacking credit cards require you to have a credit score of at least 700, sometimes 750 to qualify for the cards. You can get your credit score for free from websites like creditkarma.com or creditsesame.com. Additionally, you want to understand your spending patterns. I personally use mint.com to understand my different spending allocations by different categories. And that includes how much do I spend on gas versus groceries versus restaurants, travel, shopping, anything like that. And that is because different credit cards will give you bonus points for different spending categories and different credit cards will target different spending categories. For example, my World of Hyatt card gives bonus points for 
public transit and coffee shops and gym memberships, whereas I have a Hilton card that's more useful for gas and groceries. And so as you're looking up your credit score and your spending patterns, I just want you to know this step is not about judgment. You do not judge yourself here or really anywhere. You do not ask yourself questions like, how did I shoot my credit score in the face? Or why is my spending completely out of control? If you need to hone it in and you need to take control of it, the best way to do that is just by throwing sunlight and visibility into where you stand right now with your financial picture. And then from there, you can move on and increase your credit score if need be and get your spending under control if need be. But this step is just so that you can know yourself and know your habits and create a travel hacking strategy that really works for you and your lifestyle. So once you have a clear understanding of your current financial picture and where you wanna go on your travel hacking journey, then the next step is to make a project plan to get there. This involves researching airlines that fly from your home to your destination and what hotels are even available at that destination for you to stay at once you arrive. Additionally, you'll want to understand which credit cards can be transferable to those airline partners or hotel partners so that you can get free travel. And not only do you need to know what currency you need from different credit cards, but also how much of that currency do you need and how many points do you need in order to qualify for that free flight or that free hotel stay. And the easiest way to bank up a lot of points really quick is through those sign-up bonuses that I mentioned before. And so you want to make sure you've planned out how you're going to meet that minimum spend so that you get those points, so that you can transfer them to airlines and hotels, make your project plan a reality, and then go forth and get your free travel to your dream destination. So... Then the last step, once you've built out your project plan, is to execute on the plan and actually do those things. So you're going to apply for the different credit cards that you had in your plan, and then you're going to meet your minimum spend. You are also going to pay off your entire statement balance in full automatically at the end of each month, like we mentioned before. And you're going to allocate your expenses to the best card that gets the most bonus points so that you can get the most free travel that you can without artificially inflating your budget. Because I never want you to spend money that you weren't intending on spending anyway, just to get free travel. Because this is all meant to save you money and help you get more travel experiences without having to spend more. So allocating your expenses isn't that hard when you're only juggling one to two cards when you're first starting out, but I personally have about a dozen or so travel hacking credit cards. And so I have a spreadsheet that I use. And if you want it, feel free to contact me and I will send it to you. I have a spreadsheet that I use that lists out every expense category that I normally spend money in and all of the different credit cards that I have in my wallet or um, in my drawer <laughs> if I don't use the card regularly. And then it tells me which card to use for which expense to maximize the number of points earned.
And then once you've banked all of those different points, it's also important that you spend the points. You don't want to be a point hoarder because what would even be the point of travel hacking if you don't go forth and spend the points and enjoy them and get the free travel out of them. So you want to make sure that at some point you are actually transferring your points to the appropriate airline partners and hotel partners and taking advantage of the free travel. Additionally, at some point, you're gonna to have to decide, do you want to keep this card or do you want to close the card? And this decision normally happens around 11 months after you've opened the card, right about when you're going to need to pay an annual fee if applicable. So there's a couple things to keep in mind when you're trying to decide if you want to keep your card. The first is, if there's no annual fee associated with the card, I would say go ahead and just keep it because it really helps your credit score um, there, there's a myth that your credit score will get hurt if you have too much unused credit, but that's actually not true. If you can keep your credit utilization somewhere between one to 9%, it's really, really useful. And a good way to do that is just to have a lot of credit cards that you don't use very regularly. It is important to just every couple months or so buy a stick of gum or something on credit cards that you don't use very often just to keep them active. But otherwise, you don't need to close down a card if there's no annual fee associated with it. If there is an annual fee, and many of the travel hacking credit cards do come with an annual fee, then you don't just say, oh, if there's an annual fee, I'm going to completely avoid that credit card. Instead, what you wanna do is say, Will the value that I get out of this card justify the fee that I have to pay in order to have it? For example, the IHG card, which is the hotel brand that owns Holiday Inn, Crown Plaza, and Intercontinental, they have a credit card that's worth, that costs about $80 a year in annual fees. And one of the perks that you get out of this credit card is a free hotel night with an IHG hotel each year. So if you're planning to stay at an IHG hotel for at least one night in the next year, the credit card is probably worth having because hotels cost more than $80 a night. If you are not planning on being able to use that free hotel voucher and you're not planning on staying at an IHG hotel anytime in the next year, even one night, then it doesn't make as much sense to have that credit card because you're not, being, you're not able to take full advantage of the benefits that come with the card. So that is the line of thinking that you should take when you're trying to decide, should I keep a card or not, is can I justify the annual fee for keeping this card open? Okay, I know that I threw a ton of information at you throughout this training. And so I just wanna share one quick hack that really, really helps with absorbing all of this information and keeping it all organized. And that is the number one productivity hack of all which is to ask for help. It took me years, years to learn everything that I know about travel hacking and how to strategically plan for minimum spending, how to know which cards I should apply for next, which cards to use for which expenses, whether I should keep a card open or downgrade a card or close a card and how I can get the most value out of each card and what the different benefits of each card are. It's a lot. It's honestly a lot and it can feel very overwhelming for somebody first getting into travel hacking. So ask for help. And also if you're going to DIY this, take it slow. Don't try to apply for all of the credit cards at once. 
You won't be approved for all of them at once. I promise you that. So take it slow. This is a lifestyle. It is not a get rich quick scheme. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. Do your research, learn more about the different card terms and different offers, and feel free to ask me or a lot of different other travel hacking bloggers and Instagrammers out there about their advice for which cards to get next. If you are the kind of person, however, who is thinking right now, I do not want to take it slow. I want to get free travel as much as possible, as fast as possible. Then that is where travel hacking coaching comes in. And I have a special offer for everyone here today where I offer one-on-one travel hacking coaching. If you're saying there is a trip that I am planning right now and I want to get it for free, then I can offer you a one hour call and as many email follow-ups as you need. And in that one hour, I can teach you pretty much everything you would need in order to get your next trip that you want for almost no cost through travel hacking. I'll prepare for you a customized 12 month credit card plan and include a card optimization template that teaches you which card to use for any given expense to maximize the number of points earned from money that you are going to spend anyway. And additionally, as a special treat for all of you graduates here today, I will throw in a $20 gift card if you mention SheGrad during the coaching call. And that card can be to Target or Uber, Sephora, Starbucks, pretty much wherever you would like, I can get you a $20 gift card. So if you are interested in that, go ahead and book a coaching call with me at calendly.com slash geobreeze. It costs $99 for this coaching package, but really it's more like $79 because you're getting the $20 gift card. So I know that I promised you one more thing and thank you for sticking around until the end of this presentation. I have some free gifts for you. So if you go to geobreezetravel.com slash shefactor, you can download a free video training to get started with travel hacking. And also the exact email template that I used to get free e- or to get free hotel upgrades all over the world, including that $500 upgrade in Maui with all of those different amenities like the champagne and the snacks thrown in. We've also used this email template in Malaysia, Singapore, Denmark, Switzerland, all over Latin America and the United States, Las Vegas, California, New York, Florida. We've used it in so many different places. And a lot of people that I've sent it to have told me they've gotten some pretty sweet upgrades from it as well. So I really hope that you will check out geobreezetravel.com slash shefactor to download those free gifts. And if you have any questions for me at all, please feel free to reach out to julia at geobreezetravel.com. I'm also very active on Instagram. My handle is geobreezetravel. And if you have any feedback at all about this virtual training, if you found it particularly useful, I would love to hear from you about that. Or if you have any feedback on how I can make these types of trainings more valuable for you in the future, I would love to hear that as well. Please reach out via email or over Instagram. And that is all I have for you today. Congratulations again, class of 2020 graduates. Best of luck with all of your future endeavors, and I hope to hear from you soon. Bye.